Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm so excited you're joining me today. We're going to be talking about a topic that seems to plague all of us at one time or another in our lives, and that is the word that I hate to hear people say. It is the word overwhelm. I hear this from my team often. I am overwhelmed. I heard it so much. I had to reevaluate how I was communicating with my team and what I needed to teach them. So I thought back to when I felt overwhelmed. Where did these feelings come from and what action did I take to overcome it? I believe no matter if you own your own business, work full time outside the home, or you work at home, if you're a mom or a grandmother, we can all have feelings of overwhelm. I really want to address this because we're going into a new year, and I don't know if you're like me, but when I go into the new year, I always want to think about ditching bad habits, negative feelings, and limiting beliefs so I can improve in the future. So I just believe that this is the perfect time to dive into this topic. First of all, we need to recognize that this feeling of overwhelm is not from God. There's nothing in the Bible about hustling and grinding and working until we're stressed out and overwhelmed. All of this is from the world. So let's recognize it for the lie that it is. There is nothing about having to have this huge, perfect home that's a monster to clean. There's nothing about having matching kids' clothes and the perfect vehicle and the pets you have to take to the vet or that your child has to be in every single activity that the school offers. I understand there are different seasons in life and some are more demanding than others. I mean, I used to be there. I had small children. I homeschooled them while running a business where I was not even at home a few nights a week. Oh yeah, and I worked at the church. I paid all the bills. I cooked all the meals. I bought all the groceries. I mean, you get the picture, right? And I'm sure there are a lot of you out there that can relate to this. But something I struggled with during this time is that I did not know how to say no or ask for help. I did not spend enough time letting go and letting God. You know, I was studying my Bible. I was in the Word. But I still felt like I had to be in control of everything, like it all depended on me. And a lot of that was a limiting belief that I had going on. A lie, I believe, that kept me in this season of overwhelm. And that is the lie, if I do enough, and if I'm busy enough, I will be enough. Someone will finally say, good job. Now, don't get me wrong. I got the good job, but it was never enough for me. Why? Because I did not believe the truth that God said. He is the only satisfaction for our soul. 
Nothing else will ever satisfy. So why did I keep trying to do things to become enough? So until you realize you are enough in God's eyes and you don't have anything to prove to anyone, you will always be overwhelmed. You'll always be doing so many things to satisfy the voices in your head. Now, I don't know if you can relate to this or not. I guess if you're still listening, you can. But you may be saying, but you don't understand. I have so much on my plate right now. I have small children. I have someone sick I have to take care of. I have a special needs child that has that just takes up all my time. I'm a single mom working two jobs and I still barely make ends meet. I know there are so many things that can be going on in your life at this moment. And as I prepared to speak on this topic, I even prayed, but God, why? This is a hard topic to talk about. I still have feelings of overwhelm. I've even had high blood pressure at one time because of all the stress I was under. I've cried to a friend because life was just too much at the moment. I did not want to speak on this topic today, but there are some things I've learned and I knew that someone needed to hear it. You know, there'll be times That life is a lot, but this is what I'm saying. God has got you no matter what. This is what I failed to understand because I was trying to control everything. I had limiting beliefs holding me back, and that made everything worse. So let me help you in some areas that you can actually change today to get rid of overwhelm. And if this is a continuing problem for you, I'm going to give you some steps that you can work on to transform your life in 2022 and get rid of the overwhelm. But you have to take the action and do the work. So you're going to want to grab some pen and paper. So if you're listening to this while you're driving, I want you to come back, pen and paper, and listen later so you can write these things down. Now, if you really want to make changes, these are going to be practical steps. I believe God is a God of order. We can see that in creation. So I believe that it gives us practical steps to take that make sense. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to start with prayer. We're going to start by thanking God for having so many amazing opportunities in our life at the moment that we can't even manage it all. We're going to show gratitude even if your life is not going so well right now. And then we're going to ask God for clarity. Ask him and he will give it to you. Ask him to show you what he says in his words that you need to hear at this exact moment. And if you need a person to help you, ask him to send you the person. Ask him to send you the podcast, the book, the post on Facebook. God uses people to pour into others all the time. And then ask him for peace in your life. And you know what? You may even want to write out this prayer. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking that you may be thinking, okay, this chick wants me to take time, pray, write all this stuff down. And that's what I'm saying. I don't have time right now because I'm so overwhelmed. So if you're thinking that, this is what I want to say to you. God will always give back your time you spend with him. Even if you have to get up at 3 a.m. to do this, God will get you through the day. His power in our lives is is supernatural, and he is the only person who controls time. Okay, so you started with prayer. Now this is the next step. You're going to write down everything you do, everything that takes up every hour, every minute of every day, including 
binge watching TV shows, running your kids everywhere, making your own detergent, scrolling Facebook and Instagram. Even if it seems like good stuff that you're doing, you may want you want to write it down. I know you may be like, I'm not doing this. This is stupid. <laughs> but you know what? It's up to you. If you want your life to change, you have to take action steps to change it. And what I've learned is evaluation of what is going on will help you seek clarity and get rid of overwhelm. So when we're overwhelmed, we always need to take a step back and evaluate our priorities and our intentions. We need to ask the question, why am I doing this? But I want you to go deeper. When you answer that question, ask, but why? But why? But why? Are we keeping the most important things, the most important things? If you've not listened to my podcast on saying no, then when you're done with this, hop over and listen because I talk about the priorities that God lined out for us. And I think it will really go along with what we're talking about today. So we need to ask questions like this. Is this God's calling for my life? Is this serving my life purpose at the moment? There have been times I was not even sure of my purpose or God's calling on my life, but I learned to pray and that God showed me things when I did pray. You know, he may not give us all the reasons of why this is our season in life, but we can trust him and we can lean on him without always understanding why. He may say, I have you here for a purpose. You just can't see it. Trust me. And then he's going to give you peace and you just keep doing what you're doing even without understanding why. So when you are doing this, I believe it's important to identify lies from the world involving our activities and to identify those limiting beliefs that are holding us in this overwhelm. For example, kids involved in a lot, maybe sports, activities, going to every birthday party. What is the purpose in all of these things? Are we living by the world standards? Do we think that they need to do all these things, maybe so they'll be well-rounded, get into a good college, get a good job? These are all of the world's standards. And if you're biting your kid's head off because you are having to do so much and they're involved in so much and you're exhausted and they're exhausted and you don't have time to spend with God and they don't have time to spend with God, then we definitely need to evaluate our intention here. What are you actually teaching your kids? Have you prayed and looked in the Bible about what God has to say? 1 John 2, 15 through 17 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and pride and possessions is not from the Father, but it is from the world. So be careful your days are not filled with worldly things. Now let's talk about some of the other things we can fill our time with. Social media, Snapchat, video games, watching videos and shows. Anything where we are constantly consuming worldly content. The question is why? Why do we do this when we say we're overwhelmed? And please be honest with yourself in this area. Unless we track it, we may not even realize how much time this is taking up. I did not realize how much time I was on social media until I put a limit on my phone, and that was an eye-opener for me. 
This is where some of our limiting beliefs can come in. Like, are we trying to fill a void because we don't want to face something else? Because obviously we have other things to do, but we're not doing them and instead consuming unnecessary content. And then consuming can become a bad habit. Like if we tend to scroll an hour after we get into the bed at night, right? So figure out what you should be doing and why you are scrolling instead. How can we replace this bad habit with a good habit? You know, there are so many things and ways to dig deeper and to figure out if there is a limiting belief in these areas. But for now, write it all down, pray on it, and ask God to reveal your heart. And ask Him, what do you need to let go of? What do you need to change? So here's some more practical steps. After you make your list and pray, I want you to put an X by all the things that you can get rid of. Like immediately, you know, why am I doing this? X. I don't need to do this anymore. Then I want you to put an M by the things you maybe need to get rid of. Like those are the things that you need to pray about. You need to talk to your family about and see, you know, this may be something that we need to cross off of our schedule. So put an M by those. And then I want you to put an H by the things that that are bad habits that you need to replace with a good habit, maybe like scrolling too much. So now that you've dialed in on what you, all the things you have to do, and then figure out what God says we need to get rid of, this is the next question that I want you to ask. What can I delegate to someone else? What can I streamline? What can I hire out? For example, at one point when my kids were tweens and teens, I had them washing and drying their own clothes. That's something that I delegated to them. Maybe you can hire someone to help you. Like I had an assistant in my business when I was running it and homeschooling. She came to the house. She helped me a little bit in my business about 10 hours a week. And really, she just did things that I needed her to do for me. And then I had a housekeeper two times a month. So these are some things that you can hire out, delegate out, if that's what God called you to do. So what I want you to do is I want you to look through your list, and now I want you to put a D for delegate to those things that you can delegate out. So once you've come to the end of this, I hope you have a feeling of freedom that is coming over you at the moment. So next step is let's talk about organization. What are some organizational tools that can help you calm the chaos and overwhelm? There are a lot of great apps with reminders and to-do lists. There's Google Calendar. I use a Trello app to organize my life and Evernote to organize all my notes and information. I also put reminders in my phone, but I still have a physical calendar. What I've learned about organizational tools I've read so many books, I've listened to so many things, I've helped people with this, but you have to figure out what works for you. So what in your life seems chaotic that you forget about? If you will schedule some time to organize monthly, weekly, and daily, things will work better for you. So these are some things that I do that help me and they may also help you. One is I always do weekly meal plans. I buy my groceries on the weekend 
If I need to prep some things ahead of time, I do. And this is how we eat healthy, and it does not take that much time. I can prepare all of our meals in 30 minutes or less or prep ahead of time. Another thing that I do is every Sunday night, I plan out my week. Every night, I check my to-do list, and every morning, I check it also. I put reminders in my phone for appointments, for Zoom meetings and activities so I don't forget about them. And I also schedule out time to work my business, planning and recording my podcast, and anything else that I need to do. So this is what I want to say about organization. Lots of times when I speak on this topic, people shut down. And they say, but I'm just not an organized person. That is a limiting belief. Organization is a neutral thing. You just attached a negative feeling to it by saying, I'm not organized. And then what happens? You don't get organized. You don't take action. And you're still stuck in overwhelm and chaos. I will let you know that this is a choice. You can be organized. You just have to decide to be. You're just saying you've never taken the time to do it. So let's change that negative feeling you've attached to organization to something like this. I am learning to become organized. I am acquiring the skills and tools I need to be organized. So organization is always going to be a key practical step into getting rid of overwhelm and chaos. So all these practical steps that I gave you, I hope you wrote them down. If you didn't get a chance, go back and listen again so you can write them down. But I want to let you know this. Letting God use his supernatural power in your life and in your schedule is the most important thing. Quit trying to control everything and let go of those lies of the world that's holding you back from living a peaceful life instead of an overwhelming one. So my last question to you is this. Are you going to allow God to transform you by stepping out on faith and taking action to rid your life of this overwhelm? James 2.17 says, Faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Oh, sisters, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers. Every time I come to the end of a podcast, I always wish I could talk to you in person. I wish I could hear feedback. I want to hear your limiting beliefs. I want to hear about your overwhelming life and things that I can do to help you. So I would love to hear from you. Send me a direct message on Instagram. Tell me what steps you're taking to change your life. And I will see you all back here next week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.